Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. It doesn't. Everyone, welcome to the Bow Hunter Planet podcast. Myself, Tim Mazarana, Jamie Noteboom, Kevin Conlin, and uh, we are skyping the Corey Upper. Um, Corey, it's been a while since we actually since we've chatted, so it, it's good to good to see you on Skype here, actually. And uh, how's everything going, man? Good. Uh, it's been a busy summer, just uh, around here with kids, and I mean, you guys all know how that goes and stuff. But oh, yeah. uh, you know, I've uh, gotten back into shooting my bow here over the last few weeks i've hit a couple 3d tournaments and uh so that was a lot of fun and uh starting to think about fall a little bit here um you know checking out my food plots starting to think about my stuff i'm gonna do for the fall for food plots um you know stuff like that starting to look at you know getting arrows ready and um i do uh kind of in my spare time a lot of bow work for buddies and stuff i kind of got a mini pro shop in my basement so nice. you know they're starting to get tuned up for the year so i'm getting hey man can i come over and uh, work on my bow this or that so <laughs> you know <laughs> so what are you what are you shooting this year well i'm not exactly sure yet right now i've got a rain seven okay uh, probably one of the best bows i think i've ever had it is the most vibration-free, smoothest drawing bow I've ever shot. Love it. Yeah, we just we actually we just got off the phone with Todd Snader over at uh, Bowtech talking about it, and uh, man, they've just had such a run with that with that lineup in the last year. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. Bunch of awards. <laughs> I I couldn't believe it. You know, I had a BTX before that, and I liked it. It was a good bow, but. You know, it, the, I had it set on performance, mm-hmm. and the draw cycle was a little rough, um, but it, but it shot great. And then when I got the rain, man, it was just like, wow, this thing is butter smooth, yeah. even on the performance setting. And like I said, it is the most vibration-free bow I've ever shot. Awesome. So you're so, you're all you're all tuned in with it then, huh? Or are you still getting out and kind of fine-tuning it? Oh, it's it's set up exactly as it was last year when I went hunting. I, I haven't hardly touched it. I only turkey hunted one day this year, which is just absolutely awful. Yeah. Um, 
which I've never done that before. I've shot a turkey with a bow like five years in a row. <laughs> and it, this has been, I just wasn't able to get out, you know? Yeah. So it's like exactly kind of opposite of some other people I know, Dave <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> weren't, you, weren't you working on a big barn or something? Yeah, I put a pole barn up at my house and did it by myself. Well, not by myself, buddies and stuff. So that kind of zapped me for hunting, you know. So, but that's pretty much done. So, you know, now I got time. A little bit. Is it all filled up already? Is it what? Is it all filled up already? Kevin wants to know if he can come up and uh, park his RV in there. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't park a car in there right now if you had to. But. Yeah, that's, a, that's what usually happens at barns. Yeah, are you going out of uh, state at all this year? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go back to Indiana again um, this fall nice. and uh, try and hit the rut down there. We've uh, me and uh, you guys. I know you guys know Doug Kowalski. Mm-hmm. Um, you know from Bone Driven Days. We go down there every year. And uh, Randy Peppel, he actually moved down there. Oh, he did now, he really? Yeah. Okay. He works on the south side of Indianapolis. He only lives about 45 minutes away from where we hunt. Oh, wow. So we've told him that he better have the 150 tied up on a stake out in the woods for us by the time we get there. <laughs> no doubt, man. He better do all your prep work. I know. He better have tree stands hung for us. <laughs> he better have food plots in. I mean, yeah, we've already been reading him the riot act on that. I but. love it. So, so you go about 75 miles south of Indy? Uh, yeah, somewhere around in there. Um, I, I don't know. What's it's those about, GPS coordinates again? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, 45 minutes, hour and a half, you know, it's hard to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wherever it's the, in the, it's in the wherever woods the bucks somewhere. Are big. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, but, so I question for you. So you've been shooting Indiana for a while, but um, have you – had any takes on what the DNR is kind of proposing for the Michigan stuff going on, starting in uh, nineteen here coming up? Well, I heard rumor that they're calling about a state. They're calling for a statewide baiting ban. Yep. Um, and you know, I live up here in the TB area, area four fifty three or four seventy. Yep. I can't remember what it is now. That four so, county type area is that that four county area up there? Or? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we've had a baiting ban for. 20 years so yeah. right. for us up here it's like so <laughs> right <laughs> you know um the only difference i mean there's still a lot of people who bait up here to be honest with you sure every gas station is loaded with carrots and sugar beets and stuff like that and um i always you know, found that hilarious yeah. we're just like, feeding the squirrels yeah, as soon as you get into like bait free country like and like yeah. you said everywhere you go there's bait everywhere for cheap that you can buy and like i'm just i'm just sitting back on man my if boy. i was for my DNR, that that's exactly where i'd be looking right <laughs> yeah i don't get it either you know but i mean you know there are people who i mean it's a very minor number of people who bait i mean nobody i know baits sure uh, you know that i hunt i with would baits. hope not but you know there's definitely you see people throwing 10 bags of sugar beets in the back of their truck you know and i mean you know some of the places i've hunt you know we'll shoot a deer and we're gutting it out and it's full of corn and sugar beets and carrots and stuff, stuff like that from being over on the neighbors you know but yep. you know we don't do anything about it really it's not a real good way to get along with your neighbors but uh <laughs> yeah. it, it's a little it can be a little frustrating when you're not baiting and they are you know yeah. and you're wondering you're not seeing any deer but you know it is what it is how effective has the baiting ban been in eradicating the tv in your area 
Um, well, I don't know how effective it's been. Um, you know, I work in public health, so, you know, the health department. So I understand, you know, how diseases are spread. And, and by congregating deer, it makes sense that, you know, TB would be spread. Um, but honestly, I think it's more important that we kill more does, um, you know, and, and thin the herd out. So, you know, in there's a, a mentality up here. There's a lot of people that just will not shoot does. I mean, they will go, and you shoot a doe, and they look at you like, how could you do that? It's those just, those produce next year's deer. Yeah. Oh, my, <laughs> my dad still does that. It drives me insane. And I'm like, yep. what are you talking about? Like, it's not 1972. I mean, yep. <laughs> that's uh, Have you yourself run across any deer with TB? I personally have not. I've, you know, and I've, I've shot, geez, I've lived up here for close to 20 years, and I'll bet you I've shot, you know, between 75 and 100 deer because, um, you know, I, I've actually gotten in with some farmers that are have these TB control permits and everything like that, and they want deer shot. And some people don't agree with it, but, you know, we go in, in in January and February and stuff like that with rifles and, and take deer down and, and, you know, give them to people, give them to people who need venison and stuff like that. Because, uh, you know, this year, you know, these farmers that I know that the, you know, Fish and Wildlife Service has a lot to do with the TB. And both of them told me, they said, if you know, because we kind of hesitated to do that in the past, but they told us that, the TB was on the rise up in our area, and that if the deer population wasn't brought down, that Fish and Wildlife was going to bring in people to shoot them at night. And I don't know if that's true or not, so I don't want to spread rumors and everything like that. But so you know, some buddies and I, and you know, we we took quite a few deer out this winter, and uh, you know, and we've never found one with TB. Yet. Yeah. So, so how, how how does how do they know it's on the rise? I mean, I I just well. Well, they, they have check stations up here in every town. And when you shoot a deer, um, you, you take it into the check station, you know, and they give you the, the successful deer hunter patch and stuff like that. And they test all those deer for TB. And, you know, they don't get all the deer by any means. I wouldn't even say they get 50%. But, you know, they get, you know, when the TB starts to be on, you know, go up, they monitor it there. But the thing... The thing that really, um, I think, is a telltale sign is the cattle herds up here that are becoming infected with bovine TB. Oh. We've, had, we've had more cattle herds in the last two years um, pop up positive with bovine TB than we have in the last, you know, seven, eight years. That's interesting. So, that's very interesting, And they actually. think that's direct relation to the deer? What's that? They think that's directly related to the deer? Yeah. They they think that the deer is the nat you know deer is the natural reservoir for that and that the interaction between the deer and the the uh, cattle is what causes it and you know like the one farmer where I hunt at a lot the the USDA comes out every year and does a walk around on his farm and he has to put fences up to help separate deer um, he's got to put you know make sure the cattle can't get into densely wooded areas or he has to thin those wooded areas out so they don't hold as many deer so that the deer and the the cows don't interact it's 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 pretty intense up here when it comes to tb and and deer and deer management and you know relationships with the farmers and stuff because 
you know, last year I went to like a town hall meeting about the about TB and cattle and everything like that. And it's 90% farmers who come to those meetings. And I just quietly sat in the back and listened. And if you talk to these farmers, they want every deer there is dead. Oh, <laughs> I mean, wow. they, they do not mess around. Wow. <clears throat> one, one farmer, he stood up and he said that we needed year-round or uh, that the farmers should be given free reign to shoot as many deer as they want with no permits and that there's no requirement. Thank you for listening to this exclusive podcast on the Bowhunter Planet Patreon account, which is our Golden Arrow Club. Uh, feel free to join the Golden Arrow Club at any time. Click the link below to listen to the rest of this podcast. We hope you guys got a, a sense of what some of these additional podcasts are like. Uh, and we hope to see you on Patreon. Thanks a lot. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.